What's up, everyone? Happy Monday. Welcome to Bench with the Tovar Brothers. Joey here, joined by my brother, Angel. What's up, man? Hello. Week number 18 wrapped up. And uh, just like that, the 2023-2024 season has come to an end. What a season it's been. What a season it's been. It's been the year of the backup. That's what, yeah, yeah. That's what you can say. Backup QB, you you should say. That that has that has uh, sparked an idea in my head. We're going to get to you after. I uh, do a little bit of house cleaning here. On today's episode, we're going to do the news, of course, which is uh, largely dominated by the coaching. It is known as fires. Black, today yeah. is known as Black Monday around NFL circles for yeah. a reason. You know, in Australia, wow, they burned down um, portions of the, I guess, forest. I don't know if you call it the forest there. Okay. Uh, to spark new growth. Okay. To kill all the dead debris on the floor. You so burn. That, so that new stuff can then rise. You burn to build up. Yes. Shout out to uh, Ron Rivera and Arthur Smith. <laughs> yes. You've been exactly, burned. You knew exactly <laughs> where I was going with that. Um, similar to a sacrifice. Yeah. The new second banana headlines that we'll get into today. Those are always fun. And then Baldwin Live with a couple observations. Um, really from the season. Yeah. That kind of came to a culmination in week 18. Yes. Absolutely. If you're watching on YouTube, thanks so much for joining us. If hey. you're new to the channel, thanks for uh, stopping in with us as we wrap up this NFL season. Yes. We're glad that you made it finally. You're a little late to the party. Yeah, but you made it. But you're here. Hey, <laughs> I'm never on time for anything either. I was just going to say, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not on time for anything. And almost and I, almost anything. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the channel. If you go ahead and uh, like the video, subscribe to the channel, that would be most helpful. And, of course, if you are just... One of those OG bench warmers who have been rolling with us all year. Thanks so much for uh, hanging with us through this first season of Bench with the Tobar Brothers. We love you. If you listen on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcast. A lot of places to get podcasts. Now. Yeah, there is. I didn't even know that some of those things did podcasts. Thanks for uh, joining us on Bench with the Tobar Brothers, the audio version. Oh. And, of course, follow us on Instagram, X, and TikTok. Search at Benched Show, spelled just like that. And uh, a lot of stuff going up there, especially with these coaching hires and fires. We try to be on it with those so that you have some fresh news as you open up your Instagram. Absolutely. Yep. And uh, a lot of stuff, and especially in the playoffs. You're going to want to be on those platforms. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Uh, playoffs will be hot and heavy with the content. Absolutely. Oh, my God. It's such a good playoff schedule lining up. Except for one game. Yeah. One game. We'll get into that. Yep. Um, okay. So, 2023-2024 in the books, like I've said, I think three times already. Mm-hmm. Um. What will you remember from this season? What sticks out? I might, like I said earlier, backup quarterbacks. Yeah, get a good one. Yeah, right. You you could be the Colts, or you could be you you could be the Jets. So I want you to be a little more specific. What moments would you remember? Oh, I'll always remember uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's Monday what football. I'll yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Oh my God, what is happening? Um, to the oh, what is happening? I'm a Bronco fan, so the Sean Payton Russell Wilson experience this year that I remember that as okay. the weirdest season as a Bronco fan. Yeah, uh, and uh, honestly, CJ Stroud, yeah, very memorable uh, rookie year. Stroud, Pukunakua, Pukunakua, also this very dynamite rookies we got this year. Phenomenal rookies. Um, the trade that sent the first overall pick to the Panthers and how that's all played out <laughs> just terribly Insane. for Panthers. Yeah. Oh my God, Bears look. I mean, you, you didn't win yesterday, but you still look a pretty bright future. Yeah. Um, what I was thinking about, too, earlier today is that it's our first time doing this, obviously, as far as, as for a season. Mm-hmm. And we made two pretty we – put, we put it out there for two players this year 
that did not reciprocate the faith. Oh. That is Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. We were singing their praises. We yeah. were saying they are, they are ready to join the elite of the AFC, and they have just not. One was hurt most of the season, so let's not put too much on him. Sure. I'm still backing up Justin Herbert for some reason. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, I don't know what to say, buddy. I don't know. I have a little something for that later. That one's tough. Okay, it is Monday, so we're going to get into Monday's second banana headlines. These are the headlines that aren't necessarily going to lead your favorite um, sports shows besides ours, of course. Uh, but we think they deserve some damn bananas. I want to give 552 bananas to anyone who can afford to go to the Lions-Rams game this, this week because that is the cheapest ticket oh. to get into the building. Holy crap. The next cheapest ticket around the league, $200 less. That's a lot of money. To see uh, Matthew Stafford return to the Lions there. Oh, that's good. Uh, 50 bananas to Scott Hansen for another banger of an NFL red zone season. Absolutely. Dude, we love you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. That's all I got. <laughs> Sorry, you caught me mid-drink there. Sorry. I am taxing the Philadelphia Eagles five bananas <laughs> because despite having the easiest strength of schedule down the stretch, they finished the season going one and five and cap it off by injuring their um, wide receiver one, QB one, and offensive lineman yesterday. That is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. um, 100 bananas to comedian Joe Coy, who hosted the Golden Globes last night, uh, and decided to roast now NFL mega fan Taylor Swift uh, for having too many camera shots during an, an NFL game. And a bonus banana to Taylor Swift herself for taking it extremely personally. Oh, yeah, she was there. <laughs> she took that. She took, she, she took it so personally. The camera got her just... Stone face cold. Was she not laugh? Was it she was laughing? hilarious. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty funny. You get one banana, Taylor. Just like that, the Swifties are against Joe Coy. Yep. First of all, they found out who Joe Coy was. Yeah, who's this guy? And we hate him now. Yeah, because yep. I can't imagine there's very much crossover between the Joe Coy crowd and the Swift and the Swift crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, here, this is long. This is a big number. Ready? Twenty thousand seven hundred seventy-two bananas. That's a lot of bananas. to the Buccaneers rookies because that's what the bill ended up being on the traditional rookie dinner. For the Buccaneers. That's 20,772. That's that's a douche thing to do. Yeah. I, I don't like that at all. Yeah? As, as a teammate. Like, why make guys pay 20K for dinner? It is what it is. I'm not the only ones who do it. It's, yeah. a, it's a tradition, Angel. All right, whatever. Uh, six bananas to Saints running back uh, Jamal Williams for scoring with one minute and 12 seconds left, making the final score 40, 48 to 17. Yeah. And giving us our last shot of former head coach Arthur Smith just absolutely fuming at Saints head coach Dennis Allen. Uh, and shout out to uh, Jameis Winston, who called it a team call. Yeah, <laughs> Jameis Winston leading the charge there. Yeah, um, Winston the his boys. His interviews are just awesome. He needs to be. In, you, so I'm guessing you saw the interview. He needs to be a, pod, a podcaster or a NFL analyst or something after the NFL. If you um, have not seen the interview of Jameis Winston in explaining uh, really taking it upon himself to represent the team and also support his coach in an interview post game, which is just the, the best thing ever. Yeah, he he basically says, "We hear what coach said, but then I went to the guys and said, what do you guys want? What do you guys want? <laughs> I don't give a crap about what the coach said. What do you guys want? He the NFL is just better with him. Yeah. Also, it, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if there's such a little respect for that coach because they just no, we don't want to get any. We're gonna score anyway. Yeah. See, so what I thought was funny about that whole situation is, yes, Arthur Smith is just a moron, and he's fired now, and the fantasy world rejoices. But on the Saints side, that's a little bit like, whoa. So Dennis, Dennis Allen told you to take a knee. You just said no. Nah. Okay. Then 
Dennis Allen, because a lot of times this like this happens all the time where the players overrule the coach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the coach then will just has to take the bullet. Yeah. Because that's the coach's deal. That's the coach's job. But Dennis Allen did not take that bullet. He put it right back on the players. <laughs> like that's he said, not, listen, I told him the knee. That's not us. That's on them. Yeah. Yeah. That's not us. This, I think it's time for that these guys to just part ways. Both of them. There Wins. hasn't been a lot of talk about a new Saints head coach, but maybe. Maybe. Maybe there's be more talk about that because. Sheesh. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get into the news. As you'll see, the news is dominated by the uh, coaching carousel. Mostly at this point of the year, people getting off the carousel. But yep. pretty soon, yep. all the new coaches well, right now, jumping back on. Just kind of bumping, um, bumping I, teams off there. I have one story that's not a coaching story, and that is Puka Nakua. Puka With 100 Nakua. catches, 1,481 yards, Puka Nakua set the record for the most catches and receiving yards by any rookie in NFL history. Congratulations, Puka freaking Nakua. Yeah, Puka Nakua. I don't know why you know, he's not getting the respect or whatever, but he's a phenomenal player. Let's be real. It's because he is at, I don't know what this city is, but he's not, he's, not a, he's not a black guy. He's not a black guy doing this. That's honestly the, the thing. Like, it's, yeah. If this was Jordan Addison, we'd be going nuts. You know, if this was even a, if this was Drake London, we'd be going nuts. Even a guy a little farther down the road. Yeah. Um, but it's Puka Nakua. And if you look at... you know what it is? He's just... uh, Shout out to Puka Nakua, but he's just not cool. Like, it's not cool. Yeah, well, I think he has incredible hair. I know, but besides that, like, he's not... It's not like he's doing it in the cool ways. I I mean, I don't know. It's just not like... Yeah. Something about it's not like... The the numbers are phenomenal. Amazing numbers. But something about it is like, he's not doing it like... It's not like one in catches or something. It's just why it's not like hitting as much as like he, when Justin Jefferson was a rookie and that was like or Odell when the, I don't understand that I don't understand that I, he, he he's one of the top receivers in, in uh, yards after catch which yeah. is typically a very sexy stat yeah look at all the 49ers guy Debo is so much better in people's minds than he actually is because of what he does after the catch yeah. right Pukaniku is one of the leaders of that 1400 yards on the team that should be sexy they're in LA yep. they're coming off a Super Bowl just a couple years ago Matt Stafford's there they're a playoff team they're been, they've been good they're not dumpster fire he's doing this across from Cooper Cup like the fact that he's not getting he's not getting the respects that he deserves has a lot to do with his race and I'm not trying to make this a big race thing he will get his respect eventually yeah um but that has something to do with it. Yeah, that's something to do with why. But his name a little bit too, Puka Nakua. It's Puka kind of Nakua. different for people. You don't really know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little like, ambiguous. Yeah, like if you didn't, if you just heard the name, you didn't know he looked like. Like you wouldn't have no idea. Like, yeah. is he a white guy, a black guy, a Hispanic guy, whatever? Yeah. Not to mention, this is why it's so important. When Rashad Mendenhall came out and said white versus black, everyone else said, "What the hell? What about yeah. us? What about the what Puka about Nakuas? Puka Nakuas of the world? What about the?" Uh, Nakua family. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the Everything Else team had a big win yesterday. Yeah. Papa Nakua, Nakua must be really proud. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And okay. Mama Nakua. Yes. I don't know why Nakua is so cool to say right now. It's an awesome name. He, yeah. he, needs, a, he needs a marketing team behind him. Uh, yeah. If, you, yeah. if you're a marketing team and you can't do anything with Puka Nakua, yeah. Yeah. then it's time to step step away from the business. He has great hair. He should be on those. Um, fantastic hair. Those Patrick Mahomes, Troy, Troy Palomalu commercials. Did you um, see him? Uh, head and shoulders. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. He needs to be on those immediately. And don't you dare cut that hair, Puka. No. Keep it. Keep that hair. Branded. Did you see him yesterday getting the game ball? To, after a game. To, uh, to his mama, right? No, I'm saying after, in the locker room getting oh, yeah, the game yeah, yeah. ball. 
after the game, first of all, incredible smile, just a super nice guy. Yeah, nice guy. Just seems like a, like, marry my daughter, yep. please. Yep. Um, but he takes off his helmet, still in uniform, and his hair is just flawless. How you do it, dude? I mean, did you not just play a football? I, I guess he didn't play the whole game. Yeah. Uh, but, but still, you, you have a helmet on for about, you know, two we hours. We are a pro Puka Nakua yeah. show. Absolutely. Yeah. It's time for him to get some flowers and a marketing team. Absolutely. Yep. Okay, moving on here. Regarding Antonio Pierce, oh. uh, Mark Davis said this. He was really excited about the job Antonio Pierce did. He said, yeah, I think the team played really well down the stretch. I think going to, oh, sorry. I think going four and two in the division is really, really positive. That is positive. Four yes. and two in the division. That, that's how you win divisions. Yeah, and they didn't, they didn't beat, like, the bottom of the division. They beat the Chiefs, I believe. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to say yes if I don't know. Yeah, they beat the Chiefs. Um, I know because every single Raider fan took a victory lap. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, with the Broncos yesterday. Yep. Yes. Yep. So, so the thing is here is is the other report that came out this weekend from Jordan Schultz. There is mutual interest between the Raiders and current Michigan head coach uh, Jim Harbaugh. Let's stop right there. We forgot to mention this is National Championship Monday. Yep. Uh, so shout out to the Michigan Wolverines and the Washington Washington Huskies. Yep. Uh, I think one and two. Yep. Seating. So. Yep. I think in Houston, uh, NRG Stadium. It's going to be phenomenal football, and men, probably about eight of those players are going to be in the draft. So yes. watch out for those players, too. And the coach on the Michigan sideline is there is a purportedly interested in the Raiders' job. Uh, Antonio Pierce has a lot of support from the Raiders, but Harbaugh is at or near the top of the list, according to Mark Davis. This if is tough. Jim Harbaugh wants the job, you give him the job? Yeah, it's tough, though, because the players want... Not only do they want him, they played well under him. Yeah. So it's not like he's just like a really good, a really good, good guy. Not great, not a great head coach. Yeah. He's a good head coach from the time that he's you know been there, and also the players love him, the superstar players love him. But Jim Harbaugh is Jim Harbaugh, right? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is tough. This is tough. This is I don't know what I would do. I would, I'd want to make my players happy, but I also knew like man, longevity though. If we have Harbaugh for ten years. Yeah. The amount of success we could have. It's so Yeah, you can't miss out because wherever Harbaugh goes, you're not getting another shot at him. He's gonna no. be there for a while. Yeah. He's signed a big deal with them. Um and there's not another Harbaugh coming on the market. No. Like, people unless, we've been waiting on this for years now. Unless there's, there's like a Joe Harbaugh that we've never heard of heard Maybe. of before. Have you seen Harbaugh dad, by the way? Looks just like Jim Harbaugh. Oh my <laughs> god. I literally <laughs> thought it was one of the Harbaugh's doing like an old man just, thing. Just as an old man. Yeah. Yeah. Wild how just, much they look alike. Yeah, the Harbaugh gene is strong, my friend. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, what 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 would you do? I'd go with Jim. I just think you gotta Oof. you gotta go for the a chance at elite. And as good as Antonio Pierce is, you you've never seen him do it. That that is it's way more of a gamble to stick with Antonio Pierce than it is to go with Jim Harbaugh. Listen, Jim Harbaugh is known for his leadership. He's known for his team building acumen. He can get the locker room right. Yeah, the lot they'll like him too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and you just don't. It's just way more of it's way more of a gamble. Tell you what, Antonio Pierce did do. He did make a lot of head coaching, um, candidate lists now. Yeah, because absolutely. I, yeah, I think he should be head coach next year, yeah. for sure. I think he's done enough. I think he is a calm presence, and he proved everyone wrong. He's this team is better with him. He's at least a leader. He's a tad cheesy for me, but it seems to fit into the Raiders culture. Not che- yeah, yeah, maybe a little cheesy, but I I think if the players like him and the players believe it, I don't think it comes up as cheesy to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just it doesn't yeah. matter that me, a podcast. Yeah, thinks yeah. it's cheesy. It no. doesn't yeah. matter. 
but yeah, so we'll see what happens there in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, moving through the coaching cir- uh, cycles here, the Falcons oh. have fired Arthur Smith. Poor sources. Arthur Smith is gone. We all win. The nightmare is over. The we dark clouds are gone. Yep. The sun is shining. Yep. Fantasy football owners all rejoice with us together. Black Monday took two minutes to start. The Falcons <laughs> sent their press release at 12.02 a.m. That's literally how much time it took them for <laughs> to type out the message. And then send. Oh, man. Uh, okay, the Falcons, during his tenure, used a top 10 pick on offensive weapon every single year. Pitts at four, London at eight, Bijan at eight. And uh, he never won more than seven games, lost 10 games a year. At least he's consistent, seven and, and ten. Yeah, uh, and also it's like I'm gonna draft these guys who I just absolutely hate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He uh, the GM staying by the way. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Look, Arthur Smith, bad coach. GM, good drafter. Because these guys, these guys are talented. They're good. Yeah, like they're talented. Like we've seen it before. Just yeah. The consistency of not using them the last three years is wild. Get a guy in there who could use them. We talked about this off air. They get a good uh, a freaking quarterback and a good head coach. This is the dominant team in the NFC South. This is my team for for Justin Fields. Oh man, go here or 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 Denver, but I think I like Denver because you have the built in coach Sean Payton already. Yeah. Um, you don't have a coach here yet, but they have coaching Justin Fields. Okay, okay, yeah. They have a coaching vacancy now. Yeah, but uh, uh, we'll see. This Falcons. I mean, we talk. We'll talk about another vacancy later. But this is a good. This is a good setup. They have a, they have a good old line. Yep. They have weapons who are not getting paid yet, and their defense is good too. Solid. Like in a division that's not strong. It should tell you how how talented this team is that they have been competing for the division despite Arthur Smith. Yeah, and we Des- could say despite now because despite Arthur Smith, he's not improved at all throughout three seasons. Same despite record. him doing weird things with the running backs. Yep. I mean, how much better are they if they just say we're going to focus around Bijan Robinson this year? Yeah. Like, are, is that enough for two more wins? Probably. We're, yeah, we're not going to – we're going to use the backup tight end more than we use this physical freak of a Kyle of, of Kyle Pitts who had 1,000 yards as, as a rookie. We're going to use John Smith, and we're yeah. going to use Michael Michael Pruitt last year. And we're going to – Yeah. Then Drake, then Drake London. We don't even know how good he can be because they don't – I think Drake London's a stud. We It's crazy. Uh, the, the, the amount – the head coach realm that this guy has entered now – is the Josh McDaniels, Adam Gase, that realm of the just idiot head coaches who don't know how to use anything right? Yeah, and because the point you made last night is literally every everyone is happy about this. Yep. There's no one like, oh, I can't believe you took Arthur Smith out. The fans are happy. Yeah. I'm sure the players are happy oh, because yeah. all the weird comments he made about his star players yep. about like, oh, uh, B.J. Robinson is actually pretty good. Uh, we uh, have an entire running back room that we really like, and um, yeah, I think they all can contribute. And then his thinking of, and he said it, this is not me just saying it, he said, yeah, B. John is a great, a great distraction. You're, what? <laughs> You're, yeah, we're, I mean, man, everyone's dude. happy to see this guy go, and then the way he goes out is just so fitting, just yelling at Dennis Allen. Um, As I, if being... Uh, losing forty one to seventeen is worse than losing than losing forty eight to seventeen. Yeah, um, I so I posted on our Instagram uh, a video of that, and I just said fire this clown. And I was like, okay, this is a little opinionated. This is not a. I I said that. I saw. It. I was like, yeah. Joey, this is not a uh, neutral post. And I thought I might get some backlash. Nope, nope. All the comments, all the comments were like, hell yeah, because because he he not only pissed off regular fans, he pissed off fantasy football fans who are pretty diehard to fantasy football. 
Yeah. Yeah. So like, no, just die hard to the NFL. Yeah. To, to, to the NFL. They're exactly. the ones paying for the Sunday ticket. The Sunday ticket because yep. they need to watch every single player. Yep. They're, they're the one ones paying attention to the draft, watching Tennessee versus New Orleans games. Yeah. Like yeah. So he pissed off so many people, and he did nothing with it with his, with his time there. But at least Daddy uh, can can give him some money because Daddy does own FedEx. Um, or whatever I think the hell. I think people need to. I think coaches need to start taking the memo. Nothing good ever happens from going at the fantasy community. No, it's like going after the Beehive or the Swifties. Yeah, like you're just Why? trying to get a bunch of hate. Like don't like, don't poke don't poke it's, the bear. It's uh, it's um, what? Oh God, what's the word? I feel like uh, I can't speak right now. It's counterproductive. Okay, because it's against your own interest. Yeah, like it, it's best for you that the fantasy community likes you. Yeah. It doesn't mean you need to do stuff for fantasy. No, but to like. Make them your enemy. Or or just not even mention it. Just say, like, oh, when someone says, hey, is Bijan going to get 20 carries for my team? Like, oh, just don't be, like, negative or, like. No, I don't care. I don't care about like, fantasy and fantasy. Or belittling this yeah. thing. Yeah, like, just just be aware that, that it's around, but don't embrace it. The Atlanta Falcons are now very interested, according to Diana Rossini. Uh, shout out to Diana. We're going to get her on this show one day. Diana, yeah. Um, they're interested in Bill Belichick. Hmm. I cannot see Bill Belichick with a bunch of young kids. In yeah, <laughs> but who I knows? Mean, I I couldn't see Tom Brady in a Bucks uniform. So this is also like very vague. Of course, the Falcons are interested in in no no in no, no no no. There's a very no. There's only two teams this is said about. They have shown interest. They've shown um um what's the word? They made a formal request mm-hmm. toward Bill Belichick. Like oh. they are they like specifically. I mean, um, yeah. I don't think he'd be my first choice no. for this, but I mean, it'd be fun. But I don't really think he fits in Atlanta, fits for that team. Yeah. But he's Bill Belichick. He might fit anywhere, so we'll see. Speaking of Wild Bill, uh, Bill Belichick at his season ending press conference says, obviously, things, sorry, obviously, things need to be fixed. Um, then he says, I'm on a contract as far as any decisions or direction this year. It's way too early for that. Um, he referenced his contract. Yeah. And a point that Ian Rappaport made in an interview I saw is that he makes it a point. It's one of his rules. He does not ever reference his contract, his contract situation, his yeah. negotiations. I mean, this year we found out about an extension that was done in the offseason that we just didn't know about. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't he doesn't um, make that point. And the way Ian Rappaport took that is he, him putting the uh, ball in Robert Kraft's yeah. court. Yeah, it's um, it's weird. It's weird. I don't know what's happening. They haven't fired him yet. It's Monday at what ten, whatever, right yeah. now. Um, I don't know if he'll get fired. Now I'm kind of thinking like maybe he won't get fired. Maybe they'll just, they'll just draft the quarterback and just give him another year. So a couple rumors that are circulating. Number one is that I think this is more. I think this is confirmed. Actually, he's going to have a a meeting with Robert Kraft as he does every year. He okay. said that. Yeah. Um, and that's when it'll be determined. I think he said a couple of days. Um, the other thing is that this is more of a rumor is that he is open to handing over the GM duties. Okay. And just being the coach. Which is fine, which is what we kind of which would want. Might be win win. Yeah. Hey, hey, focus on football. We'll get a guy who does the GM ing stuff, the yep. contracts, the free agents, the drafting process. Because you need a change. Yeah. Something Some, needs to change. Something's not happening. Something's not going um, right. I'm not sure because one of the other big things that's not going right is the coaching hires. So I wonder if that would fall on the GM's plate or something that would need to work out. Yeah, and good luck to that guy, that GM, who comes in here and tries to be like, I got to reel in Bill Belichick. They need to go. I, I think Nick Casario, and I, I don't know if you could prime away from the Texans, but he obviously started with the yeah. with the um, Patriots. I'm, I'm sure he has some kind of working relationship with Bill Belichick. Yeah. He might be the way to go here. Did, uh, yeah, uh, by the way, did you see when he walked off, walked off the field yesterday? Covered up. Do you think he just was crying? Or in just, a mask and a hoodie. Okay, do you think that was because – he was crying, or do you think it's because 
uh, he was like saying, photographers, you're not going to get a shot of me. I know you really want it, but you're not going to get it. The second one. Like, you're not getting anything from me because I'm Bill Belichick and I hate you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's Bill Belichick, baby. Uh, Carolina Panthers, also another team who have made a formal inquiry um, regarding Patriots head coach Bill Belichick. Real quick, can you name who the Panthers head coach was in the last three weeks? No. That's why. It's crazy. I mean, it's some some guy who isn't supposed to. Yeah, that's crazy. I know um, it was a special teams coordinator, I think. But either way, Panthers need to make a lot of requests. <laughs> yeah. Um, Panthers this morning are going to be making requests also for GM because they fired their GM, Scott Fit- Fitterer, which um, is fitting. You don't make that move, bomb that badly, and keep your job. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got everything else right. I, I wonder <laughs> I wonder if he thought, like, they haven't fired me yet. They're like, if I just stand still. If I just stand- <laughs> <laughs> They won't see me. If I just and don't won't. move. Um uh, uh, Deborah, hold my calls. <laughs> I'm the steak in my office. They hired Frank. Locks they fired the door. Frank. Locks right. the door. Yep. Nope, they got you. Like, up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, get your ass out of there. You gotta leave, Scott. <laughs> Scott, get the hell out of here. Uh, they fire Scott Fitterer. Fitterer. And uh, it'll be a whole new regime there. Yeah. And, uh, As it should be. Yeah. Uh, a couple of, um, I don't want to hit the breaking news button, but a couple of um, um, things that come up on Twitter since we've been talking about this. Dennis Allen asked if he'd be back. He says, that is my expectation, yes. We'll see. Uh-oh. That's this morning. I'm sure something's going to break while we're um, filming. Other on a serious note here, All-Pro center Corey Lindsey said he's likely to retire from the NFL after 10 seasons due to heart issues that caused him to miss uh, 14 games this year. Yeah. Corey Lindsey. Yeah. Uh, he was in the Chargers, right? In pretty yep. good center. Yep. Um, hate, to see, hate, hate, hate to see it. Okay, we are back with uh, more coaching news here. The Washington Commanders mm. this morning have fired Riverboat Ron Rivera. Oh, man. During Ron's time uh, as a Washington Commander head coach, he had a, a lot happen during his time as head coach. Yes. Three team names. Uh, rank them. <sighs> Without being racist towards the one. <laughs> so Redskins is number one. And I have friends who are Redskins fans, and I get it. I'm not getting the whole conversation. But it's just they love the name. They still call it the name yeah. Redskins. And that, and I and I get that from, like, a, when you're a child rooting for this team with your dad, it was called the Redskins. Yeah. So there's an emotional attachment to the name. Okay, okay. Besides everything else. But Redskins is number one. Okay. The football team is number two. Yep. Commanders is maybe number seven. Yeah. And just no name would be better yeah. than that in the other spots. I think they should go back to football team. That was dope as hell. Yeah. I think if – yeah, I guess you're not going back to Redskins. No. Uh, no. Even though I, I saw, like, uh, like last offseason that there's like a, there, was, there was, like, a petition to change the name back to Washington Redskins. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a yeah. – At this point, no. That's not happening. Uh, yeah, football team, I, I didn't mind at all. I thought it was fine. Yeah. And it's unique. No one else has that name. Um. Yeah, so he's, he's out there. Bob Myers, the four-time NBA champion architect, will take a leading role in identifying and coordinating interviews for candidates for both the commander's top football operations and head coaching, head coaching jobs. Well, out there looking for a Steph Curry. So yep. Out there looking for another yep. shooting star. They're, they're trying to get a little Warriors magic on yeah. this thing. Uh, but as you were saying, though, uh, the things that happened in Ron Rivera's career is kind of wild. Yeah, no, it really is. Too, uh, sorry, I didn't finish that, huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, three team names, two owners. Yeah, the whole Josh Harris and what's homeboy's name? Daniel Snyder. Daniel Snyder situation. Daniel I think Snyder. you had a federal probe yep, yep. Uh, in there. Eight starting quarterbacks. Which is a lot. Eight starting quarterbacks. Um, went 26 and 49 and won. 
And uh, it was just a wild ride with with uh, with Ron. And thanks for the spanks, Ron. Yeah, he never really gave us anything to cheer for or anything to root against. He's just like, nope. a, like just a nice guy. I think he he survived cancer during that time. Yeah, too. He, yeah he, like he's just a nice guy who just didn't. <laughs> maybe he's not head coach, but just a nice head coach because yeah. you you never really. There's never drama with him. It's always around him, and he's had to sit there and just like, nope. well, I got to put a team out here, despite my owner being a racist pig or being a sexist pig, nope. uh, uh, or with, or between Carson Wentz and and Heineke and whoever the hell they had starting this year. Just steady. Just I got to be just on here. the sideline. Just why did I sign up for this? Mm-hmm. It's like the check cleared, right? Carson okay. still sucks. Heineke. Is the owner here? Uh, yep. Oh, he's yeah, he's, he's up there in a locked room with a woman. Shades are closed. <laughs> hmm. With a new assistant, <laughs> Deborah. I'm just going to keep it. <laughs> Third and six. Third and six. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> um, this commander's job, though, isn't a bad situation. They have the number two overall pick. Which is. So you have a real shot at Drake freaking May. Drake May. Or whatever, or, whatever quarterback you want. Yeah, yeah. Or Marvin Harrison. Yeah, if so you want. that guy, yeah. yeah. Um, and they also have the most cap space available in the NFL. So look at the Texans. There's a lot you can do with the number two overall pick quarterback and a bunch of cap space. Yep. And the right head coach. Yep. Um, so I, I'm very confident that they're going to find the right guy because they – this morning I got about 28 to 34 texts of commanders have submitted requests for so-and-so. Yeah. And they're interviewing everybody. Which they should. And this is a new regime. It's not what they used to be. Yeah. Washington – Commanders, Redskins, football team fans should be very encouraged that this is not the same old yes. regime looking for a new head coach and a new quarterback. It's a new one, fresh, you know, it's a fresh, fresh face, fresh, fresh view of things. Even if Bob Myers had never, never done this done this before, he's still been in a professional setting where he's had to find a, a, a person to fix his team around. Yeah. One and, Steph Curry, that's pretty good. And he's um he he's he's working with Magic Johnsons in the room. And what what's something they're doing that is so, like, thank God, because this is the name of the game. When it comes to head coaches, first come, first serve. Yeah. The best guys leave first. Yep. You know why the Eagles coordinators suck? Because they wait to the Super Bowl and pick the last of the coordinators. Yep. And now they suck. By yep. that time, they're all gone. Yep. Um, so I love that they're getting aggressive. They're interviewing everyone. Yep. And they have, they have some stuff to offer here. They have some pieces. They have a very good interior D-line. Yeah. Their O-line is trash. Yeah. Capital Osh. I wonder. Um, I wonder if the new GMs would be like, "Wish you hadn't traded away that Montez Sweat guy or the Chase Young guy, Chase Young fella." But either way, they have two good wideouts. They have a very pissed off Jonathan Allen. Yeah, yeah, Jonathan Allen does not want to be there. You have some pieces there, and uh, a lot of cap space, and then the number two overall pick, and I think five picks in the top one one hundred. So I mean, you have some ways to build here. So yeah, listen, Commanders, it could it could be a lot worse. Yeah, it could, it could be worse. a lot worse. Yep. Uh, moving on here, Brian Dable said that his expectation, that seems to be the word coach they're using, yeah. w- with, like, if they don't know, they're going to be back. It, it's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Giants coach Brian Dable says his expectation is that not only will he be back, but also Wink Martindale and Mike Kafka, offensive coordinator, uh, they're all coming back. Let's run it back, baby. Yep. Uh, Dable references that Martindale always calls this franchise a destination. Hmm. Not sure that's the truth, Martindale. Or... Even that's if that's something that you should base your opinion on keeping a coordinator. This is a destination. <laughs> this, 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 what, is, what does that mean? I love New York. This is awesome. <laughs> People hate me. I'm kind of average at my job, but this is a destination. Oh, man. Okay. All right. He's really good, Wink Martindale. He's really good at, at calling defense. The that's, only thing that went wrong with his team. That's what people tell me. Yeah, the, the only way that went wrong with his team was Daniel Jones. 
Yeah, who's who's coming back? They've made that they made that choice. In so week let's run five. the whole thing back, baby. They made that choice in week six. Yeah, yeah. So wow. basically, Brian Dable saying, listen, if things hadn't gone haywire, this is the crew to yeah. win a Super Bowl. Yeah, get used to these faces, folks. They're be here for, they're they're gonna be here a while. Yikes! Um, in a story that I think is gonna catch some fire here in the next couple of days, leak source says that um, this accord according to I believe Justina Anderson uh, on whether or not they feel Titans head coach Mike Vrabel. Continues with the organization amid questions about um, him being on the same page and direction of the future. She says, the the source said, I'd call it 50-50 at this point. Ah, oh, man. What a... If they were to lose Mike Vrabel as a head coach, that's a big loss. Vrabel's a great head Huge coach. Huge loss. They just have no one on either side of the ball right now. You talk about making lemonade with lemons. <laughs> Yeah, you talk about doing a lot with a little. Yeah, that's the, been the name of the game with Mike Rabel. Yeah, he's a great head coach. Guys love him. Yeah, he just had nothing to work with this year. They and, had deep playoff runs, and um, there was also that, that weird thing about he didn't want AJ Brown traded, and the old GM traded him either way. Now it looks really stupid because Jalen yep. Burks hasn't been anything. Nope. Um, they had to go sign. They had to go get, give money to DeAndre Hopkins, who might had a thousand yard year, who might be traded because he's too old for this team. Now right. this team needs a little rebuild. This might be just Rabel's like, look, these guys suck. I don't want to be here anymore. I'll move on because I'm going to be in every head coaching circle. Yeah. Like, you know, hiring circle. Yeah, well, he needs to go straight to the Patriots in my opinion, but we'll see. I'm sure he's going to be a very hot commodity. Yeah, if he He'd probably be the number one veteran head coach on the market. I mean, Mike Rabel or, well, or Harbaugh? Uh, you could you, you could have whatever one I that. I, I'll take whatever one you don't want. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I love both these coaches. Um. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Also, we we should we should mention congratulations on eight amazing years for Derrick Henry, and yep. the Tennessee Titans. I think ten thousand total yards and over seven thousand yards after contact. It's been amazing to watch. Yeah, like, it's been a fun thing to watch. A, Literally, King Henry. Yep, a fantasy uh, Hall of Famer for yep. sure. Yep. Um, we'll see. I'm excited to see what he goes next. I think yep. he has some. He showed this year he has some gas in the tank still. He can definitely keep playing. If oh, he wants not to. as much as he did, but yeah, he saw some left over, and now maybe time to go to a team where he doesn't have to take, be the whole offense, be yeah. part of and 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 offense. Yeah, we a lot, know a lot, a lot of good teams. We know the Packers were interested. Yep, we know the Cowboys were interested. We know the Rams were interested. Yeah, I'm not sure if they'll be interested anymore in Kyle Williams, but there's some in I, some interest. Derek, I think Dallas is a good spot for him. I think so too. Yeah, pair him with pair him with Pollard, yep. give him that physical you know yep. presence. Yep, I think that'd be great. Um, okay, so that's all the coaching movement that we know so far as of 10.51 on uh, Monday morning. Let me check Twitter one more time. Yep, that's all we know so far. Um, so that leaves us at this point with head coaching openings in uh, L.A., Chargers, Washington Commanders, Atlanta Falcons, um, Carolina Panthers, and Las Vegas uh, Raiders. Okay. Do you have that list in front of you? Yeah, I do. Okay. What? Are you gonna? Are we going to the same place here? Let's rank yeah. them. Okay. Okay. So I, the number one job is Chargers, because of Herbert. Because they they had the quarterback. Yep, Herbert. That's the first thing these head coaches are going to look for: quarterback. Could we draft one? Could we trade for one? Chargers already have their guy. They already paid him long term. Chargers. I'll stick by that one. I want to say Commanders, but uh, you need to be an O line. Okay. Quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Quarterback. I'll go, char- is- I'll go Chargers. You got, you got the quarterback. Yeah. You have a little bit of a cap nightmare going on. Yeah. Um, a lot so of that's that's a hard thing. A to lot of heavy into. contracts, but I think you write it out a year, let, let 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 them all fade out, and build a new thing around Herbert, who's still young. You know, he could be part of a new. <sighs> okay, yeah, I'll, I'll go through that. One. Okay, uh, number two, <clears throat> it's for me. It's hard to choose between the Commanders and the Falcons because I, I, I have the Raiders 
or uh, Falcons. Raiders. Raiders have some pieces on that team, man. They do. Got a pass rusher. They got one of the best players. No the quarterback. League. They have a left tackle. Yeah, no quarterback. But they have stuff that you uh, yeah mm. that that you want if you don't have a quarterback. You have a left okay. tackle, a pass rusher, and a wide. Do they have cap space? I'm not. I know I'm they spend sure. a lot of money. Here, yeah. Here's my thing. If so, who has the easiest path to a good quarterback? I think the Commanders with that number two overall pick. Yeah. The fact that you're going to get Drake May there plus the most cap room. Yeah. For me, they're my number two. Yeah. It's, it's and then the, I'd put the Falcons over the Raiders. I think the Falcons' pieces are better than the Raiders' pieces. Like, they mm. have the best piece in Devonta Adams, but... Jacoby Myers is pretty good, too, though. Josh Jacobs, yeah, but, like, I mean, Bijan Robinson, Drake London, and Kyle Pitts, like, yeah. they have they have Devonta Adams and Jacoby, Jacoby Myers. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you Josh Jacobs fell off. <laughs> I'll tell you who's last on this list, the Carolina Panthers. Absolutely. They got nothing. Like, nothing. And what sucks, too, is that the next... Head coach is going to be the one to be like, "Hey, you need to make Bryce Young work. Yeah, make Bryce Young work, and when you don't, we're going to fire you." Yeah. Uh, so that that's tough. Um, if that's how they if that's how they present it. So we have um, Ch- Chargers one, right? Yeah, Chargers one, and, and that's iffy for me. But yeah, I'll be there. Uh, my two is the Commanders because of their road to a, a quarterback. Your two is the Raiders. Raiders. Uh, my three is the Falcons because of their pieces. Falcons on the up to there. Okay, I put the Raiders then. And I'll take Commanders at after that, and, and we, the Panthers. We both had the Panthers. Nice. Yeah, Panthers. Yeah, you said it though. The, the, the first thing they're gonna they're gonna ask whoever you know interviews. What are you gonna do with Bryce Young? Can you fix Bryce Young? Uh-huh. Um, because that's they spent so much investment on him. That's a, yeah. you you can't cut him. You can't trade him. He's not worth anything. You're not gonna get back anything for him. I think it's the perfect job for for someone who is not going to get an opportunity otherwise, but is willing and has enough pedigree to take on the job of fixing a young quarterback. Like Biennemi, first thing they can know. Biennemi, and you know. also uh, Kellen Moore comes to mind. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're not going to get a shot at coaching Justin Herbert. Yeah. You're not going to get a shot at it. Or at the Raiders' job. Right. Yeah. Um, But you get a shot at Bryce Young as a head coach. You get a head coaching job. You get no pressure, really. Just yeah. be better than than two wins, and it's already uh, an improvement. Yeah, so we'll see what happens here. I'm sure more is going to come out. We'll try to keep it updated here as we're recording. Um, open GM jobs, the Chargers, Panthers, and Raiders. So hmm. we'll see there. Yep. Um, okay, that is the news for today. Let's get into Ball Don't Lie. I'll take the lead here on this one. Shoot. Uh, ball to lie. Jordan Love is a top t- top five NFC quarterback right now. Jordan Love of the Green Bay Packers. Look, look. Last yesterday, okay. mm. Jordan Love finished finished this season thir- thirty two touchdowns, eleven mm. picks in back to back games where it was a must win, where he had to be at his top level. Six six touchdowns, no picks. Yesterday against a very good defense. The uh uh the Bears defense tore him up yeah, three well, yeah. touchdowns, um led the Packers to the uh, uh to the playoffs. And just in case you weren't aware, youngest team in the NFL. In case you weren't aware of that, I'm so um, sick of that. I'm on board. Jordan Love. He performed when he needed to perform at the biggest moments. The last half of the season, he was a he was elite quarterback play. I'm not there with Jordan Love as a top five quarterback in the NFC. I don't want to say lit up. They had 17 points in the fourth quarter. Okay, I'm a, I just for this I I you know put about eight quarterbacks. I want you to rank if they're better or not better yeah, than than Jordan Love, Justin Fields. I say yes or no, right? Yeah. 
Justin Fields, at this moment, no. Kyler Murray. This moment, no. Dak Prescott. Yes. Jared Goff. Close, no. Stafford. Yes. Carr. No. Jalen Hurts. Yes. Baker Mayfield. Ooh, close, no. Baker May. Uh, uh, Brock Purdy. Um, yeah, yeah. Brock Purdy's better than him. So he's five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you can say top five because yeah. he is top five. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, okay. Yeah. He's a he had a pretty good year. I tell you what, he's proved he's the guy there. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's had very comparable, if not better, rookie seasons than Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Like, like the first season start. Yep. Yeah. The yeah. team freaking loves him. Yep. The coach freaking loves him. I've never seen a coach and a uh, quarterback meet each other at the center of the field and just embrace and jumping into each other's arms. That yeah. was awesome. It was a proven year for both of them. Yeah. Did you lo- feel the love in that moment? Yeah. All the love puns are crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Love is in the air. Love is mm-hmm. all around. Love in Green Bay. Yeah. And he came into a big game last night. I don't think he lit it up, but he did not make a mistake. Three touchdowns. He made some very impressive throws. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, I, see, I don't want to treat it like he was C.J. Stroud Saturday night. He was not that. That is, to me, he lit it up. Yeah. Uh, but Jordan Love played really well. Love and he, played well. Yeah. yeah, he won a game that he needed to win, and they got into the playoffs in what is a rebuilding year because I don't know if you know, but they're the youngest team in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think uh, no. So they said that once. I think he's a top five. I mean, you might not. I think he's. I'm okay with that. Better than I'm okay with that. Some quarterbacks that you don't think he's better than, but and I think he's a good quarterback. So, so quarterbacks missing in the NFC. If Kirk Cousins was in the league, he's not a top five guy. He's yeah, not. Better yeah, I didn't put him on it because he got hurt this year. Right, right, right. We don't know where he's gonna be next year. Other so NFC you know. quarterbacks coming back? No, that that'll kind of be it. Much it right? Yeah, everyone else in the AFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, it's a good one. Um. I'm gonna have a little negative take. <laughs> Sorry, that's Here a great go. positive take, and I feel great. Uh, ball don't lie. Trevor Lawrence is officially on bust watch. I'm so glad you said this. I'm glad you said this. Officially on bust watch. Listen, we stuck our neck out for this guy, and uh, he punched us right in the nuts. Yep. Said, I don't want your I don't want your praise. I'm going to yep. perform lower than what you think. Uh, Jaguars last year had a year that they felt they could really build on. They went 9-8. and eight. Mm-hmm. They followed up with a year that maybe they could really build on. They went 9-8. and eight. Uh, Did not improve at all. They uh, started pretty well. But um, didn't do anything since. He, last year, he had 25 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. This year, regressed to 21 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Uh, he's not playing well. He's not winning big games. He's The offense, he's been a game manager all yeah. year. He has comparable um, um, career stats Excuse me to, to Daniel Jones. Very comparable. I don't want to read them all for you, um, but, like, within, like, margins in yeah. every single category. Yeah. He's... Pretty much just been Daniel Jones. Sheesh. Which is so far, because those of you who don't want to call him a bust, is because you're grading him on the wrong scale. This man came out of college, and we were sold the fact that he was a generational talent, yep. that he was Andrew Luck, that he was Peyton Manning, that he was all these guys who were going to change the game. The, the you know One of the best quarterbacks for the next 10 to 15 years, all, the whole thing. And here he is with, with Daniel Jones' numbers. He misses the playoffs. Uh, they were 8-3 and three and the two seed in December. Since then, they lost five of six. They missed the playoffs. The only win they had was with C.J. Beathard at quarterback. Lawrence went 0-5. In a division with two rookies and Gardner Minshew, he's not going to the playoffs. No, especially now that you, that you saw what Stroud, you know, that's like, my next point. can do. Yeah. C.J. Stroud is what Trevor Lawrence should look like. Yep. Like, that's why he's a bust, because he should look like C.J. Stroud. Just, just electrifying yep. everything, just winning games he, should, he shouldn't win. So the reason I'm not calling him straight out bust is because I'll give you one more year, bro. 
He's but, on bus watch, though. Yeah, like, you're on you, bus watch. You have the blockers on you now. Yeah. 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 I, I Like, I think I'd put him definitely below Justin Herbert, right? At this yeah. Point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that, but, like, Justin Herbert's not on a bus watch. But Herbert's had those games, those stretches where he's like, this is the best quarterback in football. Right. Or this could be the, you know, you know, whatever. We've never seen that from Lawrence. Even the run they had where they won games last year, he wasn't throwing up 400 yards. No. And, and CJ Stroud's already had those games. And then, and then you can say, well, this, this is not, this is not uh, our offense. Yeah, but if you would have been winning and doing this, then, yep. okay, sure. I guess, I guess, but, but they're not even winning. They're not winning. He's not progressing. There's no signs of him... You know, there's no, like, hints that he could be better or that he could be elite or he, he, he could be Mahomes or, you know, whatever. He's just staying the same. Yeah, he, he he drew a rough set of cards when he started his career with uh, the legend uh, Urban Meyer. Yeah. Um, but that excuse is worn off now. Yeah. You have Doug Peterson. He's a Super Bowl coach. He, you know, he's he's an adult in the room. He's a professional. That was also two years ago. Yeah. Um, that excuse is worn off now. Now it's, hey, are you good or not? Yeah. And, and so far... So far, not, not not so good. Not there. Go ahead. Okay, bottom line. Another negative one. Bottom line, Dolphins are complete frauds heading into the playoffs. Uh, They're complete frauds. They lost They lost to the Bills last night, 21-14, with a game-sealing uh, pick thrown by Tua Tungvaluwa to Chase Claypool, who was triple-covered. Tri- uh, triple I think Hill was on the sideline there. I think yep. Waddle yep. was on the sideline. Uh, Waddle wasn't. I didn't, didn't play yesterday. Oh, yeah. 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 So he was so, on the sideline. This team's only impressive win came against the Cowboys, which they won by two points. Right. Their other losses have been against the Bills twice, Ravens, Titans, Chiefs, and Eagles, three of which you're going to see in the playoffs this year. They In those losses, they were outscored 205 to 110. Oh, to, sorry, to 111. Oh, my God. Double the points. <laughs> and they play the Chiefs in Kansas City the, uh, uh, this week. Yeah. I have no faith... Zero confidence and zero, like, want or need to, like, pick these Dolphins as a NFC, as a real NFC. They're in the playoffs because they beat a bunch of bad teams. Yeah. Not going to whatever. I don't, I don't, I think they're complete frauds, which is a shame because they're talented, but they've been hurt, whatever. Whatever the, whatever the reason that they're not beating good teams is just, it's too late now. This is the playoffs and you're not performing well at all. You lost to a team that, 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 that you should have beat. Several times, um, yeah. I they're complete frauds. I have zero confidence in them. Yeah. Um, my brain immediately when I, when I hear something like that, I immediately go, "What's the solution? How do we fix this?" You have Vic Fangio. Yep. Brilliant defensive mind. Yep. You have had the freedom to spend a ton of money. You've had some injuries this year. Yeah, that's a lot. A, that's yeah. legit. That's yeah. an excuse. That's, that's yeah. real. Yeah. Um, but you still have Tyreek Hill. You still have a phenom at running back in Devin A-Chain. A- I feel uh, like the full year's gone by. I just don't know how to say his name. A-Chain. A-Chain. Yeah. Uh, Tua's looks like he's Jalen Waddle. good, not great. Um, Jalen Waddle. Yep. Um, from what I hear, an offensive mastermind. What needs to change for you guys to be, be competitive in a year that half of the freaking AFC quarterbacks are backups? Yep. Um, now, I don't be too harsh. Last night they were playing for the number two seed. Okay. Okay. So, complete frauds. I don't know if I'm there, I'm but there. not at all a team that I'm confident is going to win a couple games in the playoffs. So maybe that's the same thing. I have as a one and done. I I'll, I mean I know I they're not winning Kansas City. No, they're not. They're not winning. It's they're, gonna it's gonna be zero degrees in Kansas City. Legitimately zero degrees. Yep. Um. So so many faith in this team to beat to win those tough games that need to be won. 
because they haven't done it ever since yeah. Mike McDaniel has been there. Like, never. Bills haven't have embarrassed them twice now. Um, Eagles Eagles beat them early in the season. They beat the Cowboys, and that's it. Chiefs beat them, yeah. Chiefs beat them. Um, Ravens killed them. Yeah. Ravens are the best team in the, in the NFL and also in the AFC, which you're going to have to go through eventually. All right. Yep. They're, they're done. Yeah, it's just it, it's a shame. <laughs> it's it, 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 it's just it a, shame a shame it is that shame. this all this talent on this team will not equate to a Super Bowl title. Yeah, fantastic uh, for fantasy though. Yeah, yeah, fantasy wise, a dream. It's our last one here. Uh, ball don't lie. The best thing now for Justin Fields is a new team and a new coach. Ugh. It's time for Justin Fields to move on. It's just yesterday's game was so disappointing to me because in a game where. Green Bay had every intention of showing off their new shiny toy. Jordan Love. Jordan Love. They let him throw. They let him make tough throws. They let him, they let him lead the team. Yep. Um, yesterday, Justin Fields threw, I believe, 16 passes. Yeah, 16 passes. 16 passes. And they weren't running the ball well. Nope. So it's not like, oh, we're pivoting to a dynamic running game. No, you weren't running the ball well. Nope. And they just kept running the ball into the back of their offensive line, into the arms of the waiting defenders, they just refuse to throw the ball downfield. Um, yesterday versus the Packers, after starting the game 9 for 10, Justin Fields throwing the ball in rhythm. D- DJ Moore got going. Um, starting the game 9 for 10, he still ended up with only 16 uh, pass attempts, zero attempts in the third quarter. He did not throw a pass in the, in the third quarter. Um, the problem here is there is no talk of Luke Getze getting fired no. or leaving, nothing. It's just Fields is, is Fields, Fields needs to go. It's yeah. not Luke Getze. Yeah. It's Justin Fields. This is the second time in a row we've seen in a must-win game, or on primetime at least, where he's his play calling is – the first disaster was – I don't know what team it was. Do you remember that game? When they, play, when they called about 14 bubble screens. Just over and over Over again. and over and over. We're going to surprise them for some reason. And then this one, going nine, starting 9 for 10, and then after that, only throwing the ball six times. Just weird game plans. It's just like, it's, it's as if they want to make a team and they just have to put up with Justin Fields. Yeah. Like, they just have to do it. Yeah. Good coaching builds your game plan around your talent. And the most talented guy in the offense, despite DJ Moore's good year, is Justin Fields. I was going to say, the second might be DJ Moore. Yeah. So why not? And then, after, then, then post-game, DJ Moore himself was questioning, like, well, the play calling, yeah, yep. he's right. Yep. Play calling sucked. Um, Through three... Three quarters, he had 94 yards passing. That's it, but had 110 passer rating. So when he was being asked to pass, he was doing great. Yeah, he just wasn't asked to throw the ball, and it's gonna get hung around his neck, which you feel for the guy because even the press conference, like, dude, I'm doing everything I can. Yeah, he's like, I gave my heart and soul I, I this. Do, yeah, all yeah, you want for me? Like, they're calling the plays. I'm just the, performing the them. Chicago Bear fans, they love him. Yep. Like, thank God they see. Like, okay, we're we're failing this guy, like, and we truly are. Maybe it's just time that I mean, like, and if pace is pace isn't going anywhere. And Eberflus, I'm not sure if he's staying or, or he's going to stay. Yeah, I think it's time. Just move on. I mean, time I, to he, move on. Some other team is going to enjoy the quarterback that you've slow baked into a good quarterback, and now he's going to go prosper somewhere. Yeah, and then you're going to be, you know, whatever. I mean, if Cape Williams works out and Fields works out, then everyone wins. But yeah. if you, that's the other thing, you get a little concerned here. Like, who are we putting? Like Caleb Williams in the hands of. Yeah, we just had this other prospect who was pretty good. We're just going to hand Caleb Williams and put him in Luke Getzey's hands? What is he going to do with Caleb Williams? Yeah, I don't know. You know, like, I, I just, I don't I don't know if you trust the coaching staff here to handle another quarterback uh, prospect. But as far as Justin Fields, it's time to move on. He's the fifth most accurate deep ball passer. Didn't see that yesterday. No. Didn't mm. see the attempts. No, no, nope. 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 Can't do it. Let's, let's, uh, they ended very fittingly to his last pass, probably as a bear, 
was a failed bubble screen to a receiver. God. <laughs> like, very God, fitting dude. that that's how it ended. Um, but, yeah, Justin Fields, I want to see you on a new team. I want to see you on the Broncos, or I want to see you on the Falcons, or maybe some other Mr. The Raiders team. are good. Yeah, some other Mr. team that uh, – that, um, I just want to see him with good coaching. Yeah. I just want to, I want to see this incredible talent become what we what it's been teasing to be. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's all I got. That's it. That's all. It's what a season, and the storylines are great. But right now, they're getting a little better because yeah. now quarterbacks are like being questioned, and there's a good right. quarterback class coming in, which means all the teams that are between pick one and fifteen are questioning whether they have a good one because there's good prospects, you know, quarterbacks coming into the league this year. Yeah. So now it's really like you're kind of seeing like who really believes in who, and you'll find out really quickly if like oh we're to trade him, we're to cut him. Yes. Like yesterday, you found really quickly the Bears do not believe in Justin Fields. Okay. They are moving on. I'm glad you bring that up because. Uh, I haven't I haven't heard this. Oh, is he, are you going to freeze on me now? I haven't heard this, but Montez Sweat did an interview and was asked whether or not Eberflus should be back as the quarterback next year. Uh, hey, uh, head coach. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I should frame, reframe that. Montez Sweat was just asked whether or not Eberflus should be back as the head coach of the Chicago Bears next year. This is what he said. I'd like to see continuity with Eberflus back next season as a defensive play caller. Continuity. Yeah, just with him being back here. Would you want to see him back? Oh, yeah. I love Flus. What, what about him that you like about him? Smart. Uh, he's innovative. Uh, he, he listens to his players. Uh, he trusts his gut and he trusts his players, man. So, yeah, I love to see Flus black. Okay. This is just Fields is gone. He's the all man out here for Fields some reason. Fields is gone. It seems, and, and honestly, the reason that's not BS, I might call that BS, because it matches what happened in the field. Yeah. The defense got better. The defense was solid. The offense didn't figure it out. Defense is phenomenal. They have good pieces on every level, uh-huh. and they're playing well. Yeah. Offensively, they just, for some reason, they just didn't want to make it work with fields. They just right. didn't want to adjust their game plan to a run-heavy, field-centric offense. They just wanted to make him a boring quarterback from the 1980s, <laughs> throwing the ball 16 times in a must-win game. Oh, not must-win. In a... Potential upset game against our, uh, a hated rival. Yeah. The best rivalry in football is Packers-Bears, and they decide, you know what, we're not going to try to put our best quarterback in the best position to win. We're just going to get bubble screens and run the ball to Herbert. Yeah. God. <laughs> is he mad? Uh, that's our show for today. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. Well, on a great note. <laughs> I'm really happy that Angel ended the show that way. Uh, but, yeah, it's been a great season. Thanks so much for joining us. And uh, into the playoffs we go. We'll be back Wednesday. Looking ahead into the little, playoff schedule. A little bracket uh, breakdown, maybe. Yeah, looking out into the different matchups. It's going to be a good, good weekend. Get ready for Super Wild Card oh, Weekend. Oh, yeah, baby. See you then. Peace.